Wagwan, what's up? Benvenida, welcome, welcome. Sock passe, however you say it, welcome to Juicy Vibes. We got Juicy J, Chrissy C, and Eliza. Ladies, tell them Wagwan this week. Welcome to Juicy Vibes, the bi-weekly podcast where three women, Jada, Chrissy, and Eliza, squeeze, extract, and conquer life one lesson at a time. On this episode, we're talking about... Well, it's a juicy topic, um, but not like one of those topics that we normally discuss, but it's a topic that it's not really discussed in certain communities. It's depression. And, you know, sometimes there's like a stigma of depression within minority groups. So we wanted to talk about that today. So um, do you ever feel like you're in a rut or you could be depressed and you don't feel like because you're not that the right type of person or like the like I don't I don't know how to explain it like do you feel like you can't really speak out on depression because of who you are as a person or as a minority as a person as a female like mm. you mean like speak on depression like like tell people you're depressed yeah um, I don't have a problem telling people I'm depressed. If I am, I probably tell my family first mm-hmm. and like evaluate the situation. Like, why am I depressed? Why? How did I get the, to this like situation at the time? But I don't have. I probably don't say I'm depressed. I probably say like, yo, I'm just going through some shit right now. Yeah. For the most part, I feel like sometimes when you say you're depressed, people are like, oh my god, are you alright? What? Ha-? Like, I think people over exaggerate the word depression. I mean, if you say you're depressed, I think people it's stronger than I don't know. I think we sugarcoat the word depressed instead yeah. of saying I'm depressed. You'll be like. I'm just going through some shit. Yeah. Because I feel like if you say you're depressed, then people are going to look at you. Either they're going to be, like, really genuinely asking, like, are you okay? Or they're going to look at you another way, like... No, you're not. You're not really depressed. You're just bullshitting. Or maybe yeah. you're just, like, overthinking the situation. Yeah. I've gotten that second part a lot. Like, if I say I'm down or something, well, no, you're not. You're not this or that. And I'm like, but why? Oh, well, Spanish people don't get depressed. And you're like... What? What does that mean? Like, Spanish people don't get depressed, so we never go through anything? Like, we're just happy people? Like, that doesn't make sense to me. Especially, like, males. I think, like, men who... Like, I well, I can't speak for a male, but I know, like, it's definitely... I think men are, like, more... Even more difficult for them to say, I'm depressed, than a female. I guess because they're supposed to be strong. Yeah. They're supposed to be strong individuals. Like, I don't know. I've never really, like, around my circles, like, I've never really heard a Spanish guy or a black guy tell me, oh, I'm depressed, so I'm down on this and that. They really ne- rarely show it. Like. Because they're supposed to be, like, the macho man. Yeah. You know? <laughs> they really don't want to talk about it, but. I yeah. feel like it's hard for me to tell my family that I'm depressed. So I don't really say it because I'm supposed to be strong. But that's just like, I don't think, I don't know if that has to do with me being Haitian or I don't know. But I've said it once to my mom and she was just like, all right, get over it type of like yeah. response. So it's hard for me to like express that to, to like a family member sometimes. I feel the same way. Like in, in my home, it would be like, oh, you're being dramatic. Or you're being, like, you're not really sad. Like, get over it. It's a little, it, you know, that's just a little moment that you're having. Like, and they're like, okay. Like, you just, like, belittled or, like, undercut what I was feeling. And it was just like, okay. I'm not, I guess I don't feel that way. 
but it's not right, I think. No, like, and it's, it's funny. In my family, it's the exact opposite. Like, my immediate family, it's like, no, talk about how you feel, what's wrong, like, let's figure this out. Like, let's help you. Let's see what we can do to help you. Because I guess in my... In my past generation, yeah, my past generations, like my grandmother and other people, they suppress so much of their like issues mm-hmm. that now that they're older, they see where they're at, and because they didn't talk about it and stuff before, they're just like dwelling on everything, and like changes yeah. they should have made before. So like mine is luckily my my family's the exact opposite. Like if they're if I'm not feeling, and like we can tell too, but um we just always push to just say how you feel if you're not feeling well or if you feel like you're not in a great space or you're depressed or anything, like talk about it. Well, I feel like with, like, me and Christy, like, our parents are more traditional. Like, they were, like, your parents were born in Haiti. And my parents mm-hmm. were, and your mom, was she born in Barbados? She was born in Barbados, but, but she, she came here. She basically is a American. She came yeah. here at, like, 16, so she's very she, more, like, yeah, so more she, American than anything. She yeah. picked it up early on. And, like, I feel like later on in life, like, now my parents are a little bit more Americanized. But growing up, they were definitely, like, no, you can't feel that way. <laughs> yeah. That's like how my grandmother like, is. She's like, okay, and I'm like, this is why I can't talk to you about anything. I'm like, this is not my problem. It's so sad. Yeah, so I'm just like, okay, well. But a lot of that has to stick, comes from, like like you guys said, with, like, family as well. So, like, if you're getting, if you're not getting it from your family, who are you guys talking to? Yeah. But I feel like it's just a lack of, like, that like, was definitely a question. <laughs> oh, I didn't know if that was a question. I thought it was like a, yeah. a statement. <laughs> I said if you're not getting it from your family to speak about depression, and who are you going to talk to? I thought you were saying it as a statement, like who are you going to talk to? Like, no, you know what you, I'm it's saying? A, no, but it's, like, it's a question. Who are you going okay. to talk to? I mean, some people go to like their friends, which I, I, do you think that that's something like? Okay, do That's you good. go to your friends? Okay, so if you can't talk to your family about it, who do you usually go to as a... Like, I would go to a friend. But sometimes that's not the best answer because, you know, if, let's say, like, I'm a teenager, like, we're around the same age, like, what really can a teenager give you insight on something that they might be going through or they're not equipped to give you that information? Like, they're not, like, you know... Sometimes hearing someone else going through the same situation kind of makes you feel a little better, though. Like, hearing, like... Like, if you express yourself to someone who's a peer and they say, well, you know, like, I'm actually going through that, too, then it kind of makes you feel better because you're not alone. So yeah. it could be a good thing yeah. to hear that instead of, like, hearing someone say, well, you know, like, people are going through worse things. That's yeah. one. I oh, hate when people say that to me. Like, I hate that, too. <laughs> I really do <laughs> because it's like... Yeah, it's like, but no. <laughs> everyone handles stress differently. Mm-hmm. So, like, something that I could be stressed about, you can take it like it's a breeze. Mm-hmm. We're different, but that's that doesn't mean that my stress is, like, less than yours or different than yours. People just handle things differently. So you have to, like, be able to listen to people and... Even though it might sound like nothing to you, it it can be something like so dramatic to mm-hmm. someone else, mm-hmm. like the end of the world to someone else. So you have to just be understanding instead of like criticizing their feelings. Yeah, yeah. No, I definitely agree. I like I, that's one thing I hate too. Like I hate when people say that. Uh, well, it's not that bad. You could have a missing arm, like. That makes okay. I'm like, I get that. Of course, I'm happy that I have my arms and my legs and like I can breathe. But I'm going through some shit. Like I need 
like like I'm I'm crying out for help. Like don't make me feel like it's not important. But I feel like that shows mm-hmm. you their character. So it's like okay, so now I know never to go to you about shit because <laughs> you're gonna talk about you're gonna think everything is not that serious. Like yeah. I feel like when you're going through the worst times of your life, mm-hmm. it's like the people the most show you. Yeah. No, but I think it's just maybe it isn't li- like sometimes it's ignorance too. Like within like our like my like in our communities, it's like it's the way people like view things like, okay well like we as we have to struggle more we have to work harder so we don't have time for to be depressed yeah yeah i like, think because we've been suppressed for so many years so it's just like okay mm-hmm. don't worry about that keep it pushing yeah but then again that cuts off your like human not humanity but like your emotional side of yeah. that because then if you keep suppressing that so long it's like how do you even express yourself like, I guess, not the, there's no correct way to express yourself, but how do you get comfortable with expressing yourself mm-hmm. if you've always been told to, like, oh, don't worry about it? Have you ever gone to, like, an adult, like, like, not an adult, like, someone older than you to try to get, like, like, insight from them and instead of, like, your close family members? Oh, just, like, an older person, mm-hmm. not, like, a friend, not, like, a family not member? Not, like, a friend or a family member. Someone just, like, you felt like, okay, they could be insightful. I mean, I guess kind of like that. My, be- my best friend, Michael, his mom, like, she's like, if you want to, she'll just, she'll tell you exactly. Like, I guess I have so many people, like, again, that's a family member, though, I guess. I kind of consider her, like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, but she is, she is outside family, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she'll just tell it like it is to you. Like, she'll be, she's going to hear you out and then give you, like, a, like, give you, like, a scenario of, like, how you can probably, like, fix the situation or what to do to just get yourself out of the rut. But, um... Yeah, she's very, like, yeah. She's very, like, humble and straightforward at the same time. Like, she's going to tell it to you no matter what the situation is. Like, it's going to hurt or she's going to be straightforward to you in general, but she's really, but she means well. Yeah. And she doesn't mean it in a mean way. She's not saying it like, oh, you're sitting on your ass doing nothing. She's like, oh, okay. She just, like, kind of rephrases it. Like, instead of doing this, maybe you should think about doing this instead. Mm-hmm. And don't be too hard on yourself. Like, try to look at a positive outlook from the situation or, like, how did you grow from it or... Yeah. I feel like depression can take on so many things too. It's like there's been moments in my life like I remember like what was it? Almost 10 years ago now. I had a car accident where like my car was completely totaled and that was like one of the first accidents I ever had that was like that devastating and like I was depressed for like maybe a couple months and I remember not wanting to get out of bed, not wanting to like talk to anybody really I just remember being so down and sad and of course like you know I'm alive I'm well but it's not the same like you feel like in that moment your whole world is gone like you know like you you messed up like and it was my fault too so it was like like the worst feeling in the world like oh it's your fault like you can't blame anyone else which you shouldn't have to but it was just like the worst time and like I felt like like, no one really understood and was making me feel bad about it. Like, at times I would be like, well, it was your fault. Like, or, like, say things like that and they like, or joke about it. Like, oh, you're, like, evil Knievel. You got out of that accident. Fine. Like, like, 
oh, and then they, or they'll bring it up. And like you don't you hate when like you go through something and you kind of don't want to think about it and people bring it up to you like, oh, my God, I heard you got into an accident. Like, do you fucking want to talk about it? Like, which one? Are you, who said that about evil can evil? It had to be a sibling. No, it was, it was a sister, just, right? No, <laughs> it wasn't. I feel like a sibling would say that shit. You're like, I thought okay. the guy would say something. A like guy, that. yeah. Oh. It was a, a stupid guy. guy. Like, but she has a brother, though. I don't know. I just assumed the sibling would My say that. My brother says dumber things. I love to do it. But <laughs> no, it was like, it, and it would be so annoying. Like, I'm like, please don't bring it up to me. I don't want to talk about it. And, like, I, have you guys ever been in a situation like that where, you like, people constantly bring it up to you and you're like, I don't want to talk about it. Like, yeah. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. nobody's perfect, so it's just, like, you kind of don't want that. That one that one moment that something got fucked up, like, all right, can you stop bringing that up? The people who bring it up when you're, like, at, at a like an outing, they're like, mm-hmm. oh, shit, remember when you, like, hit that car? I'm like, oh, my. <laughs> the, no. <laughs> I didn't hit a car. Or I'm just saying. No, but I feel like, right? Or, like, like okay, remember that incident when you had your accident, like, where somebody crashed your car at work? Oh, I love parking. What if somebody would have been like, oh, my God, remember when you crashed your car at work? Oh, my God, do you know who did that? that parking lot. Oh, You know how to look at parking garages the same I know, anymore, right? Like, I always just like, look around there's like, there's certain things that, like, trigger you, too. Like, and you're like, why would you bring that up? Like That's like common yeah. sense going wrong. Yeah, some people who just don't, I don't get that shit. <laughs> like, don't bring up my worst moment now. I, I feel like I'm going to, like, because we're laughing, and, like, I'm going to say something really depressing. <laughs> well, it's about depression. Well, it's, just, we it's just about depression. Moment. I feel like we have something really depressing. And since we're, like, opening up and everything. I'm, uh, I feel like I'm going to say it. No, I don't want to say it. You already started. <laughs> I hate that Christy does that. I'm, like, getting, I'm getting everyone, depressed everyone by hates, me. Like that. That. <laughs> no, like, it's so true because there are, like, triggers. Like, people say things that trigger you in ways that you didn't. Yeah. Like, you're having a good day, and then someone says something without even thinking, and it just ruins. Or is it to you, or, like, or they're just saying it? No, say something to you, and oh. it just, you think about, what happened to you and it just ruins your whole mood and i'm actually like there right now like i'm in that little funk right now but um i could tell <laughs> i was like christy are you okay i'm fine <laughs> <laughs> no that's like this week was terrible oh my mm-hmm. god i was stuck in the middle of a of a highway like in the middle of a highway for like over an hour because my car just completely broke oh. down oh shit and I spent a lot of money that I had, like all I, that I had, Aww. like a few days ago. So I'm already like, what happened fun. to your car though? You had to fix it. Um, there's that fly. Yeah, I <laughs> no, like I, it's just you know you have to choose the mechanics that you go to. I guess oh, yeah. you have to be very like you think that like a mechanic like Pet Boys. No, Pet Boys sucks. <laughs> I stopped going there. I go to Midas They now. messed you know, up my brakes once. Like, what? I don't, did. and I don't want to, like, no shade to Pet Boys. Pet Boy sucks. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, like, I got, like, an alternator. I got a battery there. And then they're, like, telling me something about my starter. I'm like, that doesn't even make sense. They're trying to take hundreds of dollars out of my account. And I'm like, no, that's okay. And then I noticed that, like, my car just started acting up. Like, things started shutting down every day, like a different thing. Sorry, guys. No, no, it's okay. I'm, like, seeing it. I'm, like, trying. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) like, different things started shutting down, like, every day. 
And I'm like, how is this? Like, what is happening? And then it got to the point where I was driving on Sunrise and all of a sudden all the lights started flashing on like the dashboard and like I'm going 40, but it's saying I'm going 110. And then it's like, yeah, it's like everything just started shutting down. Right. And I was in the middle lane. Damn. And it was like 8 a.m. So people are on their way to work. Oh, they probably wanted <laughs> oh to God. kill you. I hate, I hate when you're stuck. And, and people I, are yelling at you like if you could do anything but I about think, it. I like, think they saw my face and no one beeped at me. Everyone was just like, aw. You know? Well, so it was like, kind of like, aw. So I felt like I felt really low, you know, that day. And then I called Pet Boys and I'm like, hey guys, I'm like a block away. Can someone just come and take my, like, tow my car there? No, we don't do that. What? But, okay, so do you guys have like a hook so that like I can get my dad to like put? No, we don't have that. Side mm-hmm. note: Do you not? Have, you guys have AAA? Yeah, but I I'm do. a block away. Oh, <laughs> like literally a block away from Pepe. But, oh, but once once I had an accident and I have this mechanic that I go to in Limbrook, which you should go to. He's really good. Um, <laughs> they they can pick you up anywhere. Like I was stuck in the Bronx and they picked me up from the Bronx. But it's like oh, I'm good. I'm calling like a tow company like right there and it's like seventy five dollars just like off that mile, you know. So it's like oh my god, like I I what am I supposed to do? So my dad finally helps me and I'm like rushing over there. That's and actually cheap. I to get out like I was on, stuck on the cross Bronx to get out. For them, for a tow truck just to move me outside, mm-hmm. $200. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? $200 just to move us outside. Because the tow truck that was going to pick us up from the, the, the mechanic shop, he, he was picking us up for free because we were going to do our job there. But he couldn't get on the highway. He's like, I'm not allowed to. Only those tow trucks can get on the highway. And I was like, this is some bullshit. I was so upset. Well, I feel you. <laughs> long story short, I I spent a lot of money on things that they knew I needed and I had warranty on them, so it was fine. Like I could have I probably would have spent like thousand like a lot of money, but I had a warranty, so I only paid for like the labor and everything. Yeah. But it was stuff that they gave me. They gave me an alternator, they gave me a battery already, and they both fucked up. So oh, so they like, already did that? And they then... did the work, and then it messed up within, like, you know, the few months, and they had to give me a new one. But I just had to pay for, like, the labor and such. So, And there was absolutely nothing wrong with my starter, so they were really trying to take money That's out of my ridiculous. account. Yeah. It's so like, like they're, like, what? testing you to see if you know about your car. Yeah. Well, fucking... And it's just, like, just... Everything about that day just like ruined my mood. But that's not what I'm talking about anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but um, you know, everyone goes through things in life, you know. And I think this year like was like probably the hardest year of my life, you know. I've lost a lot of things oh, like throughout life, but I think that like this has been like the most dramatic traumatic year. And um uh, like towards like the end of school, I'm gonna be very personal now. Towards like the end of school, my school year, um, I lost something that I was really excited about, and I didn't really feel like I had people to like really talk to. Like everyone was kind of uh, criticizing the choices that I wanted to make at that time. Um, so when I lost, like. Like, I, I was going to have a baby, and I lost my baby, um, like, a few weeks before graduating. And um, 
you know, it, it kind of still like, um, like is like a trigger to me and no mm. one really like asks me like ever since it happened, no one really asked me like how I'm doing or anything like that. No one really talks to me about it. Um, so, you know, the people that someone that knows what happened to me a few months ago, um, like asked me like, Oh, when are you gonna have a baby? But and they think, knew? Yeah. And um oh <laughs> I think like and I was I was happy, you know, I did like I think about it often and it kinda puts me in a funk. And um I think like when they asked me I w- that was like the first time in a while that I wasn't thinking about like babies or anything like that. Hmm. And then they asked me and I kinda just been really low since then. So I agree. Um, like that. stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And it's like they're not they're not thinking about it. They're just like just having a conversation. Just like we're talk we were talking about children anyway, mm-hmm. you know. Also kind of cuz they were yeah, cuz they were going to have they're having one. And um they just asked me and I'm like, "Are you serious?" Hmm. And they're like, "Yeah, like, you know." And I'm just like still oblivious about the situation. Yeah, oh, because okay. I and what I realized I just feel like people, um, they didn't take it as seriously as I, as I took it. So that kind of made me depressed. Cause it's not only like the fact that like that happened, but that like no one really, I feel like no one really cared that it happened. Well, Christy, it's not that, well, I don't know as far as like how it feels, but I'm just saying how I felt at that I moment. I feel like in that sense, like I, like. I don't know whether to bring it up to you. Like I like I do think about what like what happened to you at times and like I know other people that's happened to and I don't know how to talk about it with them cuz I don't want to trigger them. And like if I was to bring a how are you doing like maybe that will like bring it up in your mind and I wouldn't want to get you like sad about it. So that's why I refrain from talking about like stuff mm-hmm. like that people have gone through, but if like you wanted to hear it like like that's another ignorant thing that we do. Like we maybe we don't like somebody tells us something, what they went through, and we don't ever talk about it with them again. Like we don't ever be like, oh yeah, hey, how are you problem. doing? About like you know with that. I think because it was like trigger things. Like I know like if mm-hmm. I talk to someone about it, and like when you're going through a situation, I tend to not bring it up again because mm-hmm. I know it's a triggering like topic. Yeah. So I don't know what the person's like mindset is, so I won't bring it up again. And then mm-hmm. if I do it, I'm not sure when to or how to say it. And then I'm not. Sh- I just kind of like step away and not say anything, which mm-hmm. I kind of realize I do that sometimes. Like, I won't bring it up again. Yeah. Until the person brings up, and I'm like, are you okay? Like, I just don't yeah. know. Like, I don't, because then I don't want to, like, how you see how that, that ruined your day. Like, yeah. I don't even want to just, like, randomly bring it up, and then you'd be like, and I'm like, shit. <laughs> I know. And I'm like, damn, I never said anything. That's how exactly, like, so what do you think about that? Do you think that you would like to hear people ask you if you're no, okay? I, yeah, I feel like, um, asking me when I'm gonna have a baby is different from asking me how are you doing. <laughs> I feel like those are two different things. Okay, but well, like, I mean, like, but how do you get to that? Like, how are you doing about that? Like, because you, how are you doing is kind of like vague. But that's like that's something that should have happened when it happened. No one asked me how I was doing when it happened. I mean, asking. Like, I'm not talking about you guys. Oh, <laughs> I'm like we definitely talk about. I'm not talking about you guys. I'm saying like people that know like no one it was just like okay well it happened so we all have to just move on no one really like asked how are you like what's going on you know and i was like it really messed me up 
Like, yeah. especially because I was, I had to, um, I had to like take classes still. I had to do things. Yeah. Like, I mean, honestly, guys, like I was really depressed. I have like, I was really, really depressed. Yeah. Um, I couldn't eat. Uh, I lost like a lot of weight at that time. And it, it was some point like I couldn't really shower. I couldn't do anything. And you guys don't know that part, but I was really like my mom. It's like, it's another thing is that like you, like my mom didn't know that I had a miscarriage. So she was just like, what's going on with mm-hmm. you? And then I had to tell her and, and she was really sad. Um, And then she had to like, it's like she had to like bathe me and stuff. Like mm. it was really bad. Um, and um, I didn't really have, like I used to have friends in school, but something happened where like I lost, like I lost connections with people mm-hmm. that I was really close to. And um, uh, I was, I was, it was really bad. And the only person that saw me was a professor. Actually, like I was like. Uh, I was really down, and she saw me, and she just gave me a hug. Yeah. She didn't know what was going on. She just gave me a hug. And then she brought me to her office, and that was, like, like how you guys talk about, like, adults, like, just yeah. talking to some random. Yeah. So, like, that was the random person. Yeah. And I think I was going to, like, I didn't want to finish school. Like, that's how bad it was getting. And it happened, like mid-April I was like what like nine ten weeks um and uh she just like I just told her everything and she kind of just like held me and told me like everything's gonna be okay and she was just like reminding me of like my purpose and I think that if that didn't happen I probably wouldn't have graduated and Mm -hmm. I wouldn't be RN right now (laughs) Mm -hmm. I, I probably wouldn't have yeah made it no, but I mean, that's that's why sometimes it's good to go to someone or like someone else from the outside, not like a close friend or like a relative. The thing is that like so, I I didn't go to her. It was no. kind of as if like God sent her. Sent her yeah. like right time. Right? Mm-hmm. Do you stay in contact with her now, or like ever like mess like contacted her period um, since she graduated? No, um, no. <laughs> I want to tell her that I, I passed my board exam, um, but I'm nervous to like send her an oh, email. Like, no, you should do about it. it. You should definitely do you it. You should definitely do it. Cause she like she was there for a purpose. I think like you needed that, and like she was like that one person that was able to give you that support. And you it know, seemed like it was, like, open heart. Like, it wasn't, like, yeah. anything that needed to be reciprocated back. You know what I mean? Like, she yeah. just wanted... She saw something in you that she just knew you were going to, like, shine, you know? Yeah. I'll definitely message her. Aww. Yeah. But, yeah, I, like, that... So, that's one thing that, like, I think about often. Like, even, like, it happened, like, mid-April. And I still kind of think about yeah. it because, like, without nursing, like, Things like I have goals, but one thing that I really, really, really want to be is a mom. And you will be. Yeah. And it's like, I feel like I have these goals because I want a family. And um, I was really excited, you know, even though everyone, no one wanted, like, everyone's like, what are you doing? Like, don't do it, all this stuff. Like, I had people telling me different things, but. I didn't like I was too excited I was excited I mean 
I was shocked, you know, because I'm still in school and I haven't gotten a job yet and everything. But I felt like no one's ready to have children. No one's really, really ready. No like, you can ever plan ready. and plan and plan, Never but no really one's know. really ready for it, you know, until it happens. And so I think that I was ready to have a res- be responsible for something other than myself. Yeah. And when it's taken away like that, it was like, it's still, I still think about it often. So, and it was, it's crazy because it happened, it happened in the middle of a job interview. Oh no. Yeah. So it was just a lot. It was like just a very stressful few, few months. But, um, yeah. (laughs) So you see, it's what I'm telling you guys. I said <laughs> for like, like you know, you get. No. Well, yeah. so this is what the show is about, though. Like we're <laughs> opening up about depression. I know it's like an uncomfortable, sad topic, but it's important that we all, you know, we we talk about it, and maybe this will open up a top, like you know, conversation with other people, and like maybe they're afraid to say it's something that happened to them in a similar way, and nobody, you know. Nope, they can't go to anybody really to talk to about it. You know what I learned during that though? I just I feel like you never know what someone's going through, mm-hmm. and I hope mm-hmm. like people are listening. Like you guys should always be kind. Yeah, there is no reason to be like a mean girl or like a bully to someone. You never know what someone's yeah. going through, and like that is one thing that like. I thought about because like I hung out with you guys I saw my classmates like daily and to go from being like so close to no one even acknowledging that like I'm physically going through something that I've changed as a person and the only person to notice that is someone that like a teacher that like I haven't been in class with for a whole like for months just so she could see that, like, oh, this person used to be bubbly, and now she's walking around, like, really depressed. Mm-hmm. For her to notice that and people that I see every day to to see me and, like, decide I'm not because she did X, Y, and Z to whomever. You know what I mean? Like, just, like, <laughs> you know, just, mm-hmm. like, out of pettiness. Yeah. yeah. I feel like you guys should always be kind because you don't know yeah. what someone's going through. Yeah. That's what I took out of my last semester there. That's what I took out of that whole, like, incident, situation, you know? But that's a good thing that you learned. Like, I feel like that's that's positive that you learned that because now you feel like like you're going to be watching out for others, you know? Like, Of course, yeah. yeah. It's like, I feel like sometimes when people go through terrible situations, they could either turn around and be petty and be like that other person, like, oh, well, when I was going through stuff, nobody was there for me, so screw them. Like, but or you could turn around and be like, you know, like you see, you notice the signs, and you're like, okay, that something's not right. So, yeah, and that's and that's when you guys are like, oh, you have to see if like ask the person's okay and stuff like that. Like you see signs, but yeah. you don't know what to do. But it doesn't it doesn't hurt. You know, to, to ask them if they're okay. If they if you go up to them, you ask them if they're okay and they start crying, well, that's something that they need to do. They yeah. needed to cry. Yeah. They needed to let that out. So you're not making it worse. You're making them feel a little better because they're releasing this, like, mm-hmm. what what they're holding in for so long, you know? So sometimes, like, 
walking up to someone and just asking them like how are you could like make them feel better yeah you know? some people don't express it though they'll just be like i'm okay and then just won't yeah. say anything else but you know i was that person and i had one person she didn't even ask she just gave me a hug and i broke mm-hmm. down and that's like all i needed yeah you know like yeah. so you never know you never know what your um are you okay and how are you doing what it can do to someone yeah and how it can make someone better Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> all right <laughs> well see, i told y'all that yeah. when i talk she i would be, be, be like, like sniffling in the background like sorry <laughs> <laughs> you hear jay like i'm like i'm like oh my god i, like, I, don't have tissues I was trying enough. to hold it in too i was like <laughs> i was like don't don't do it but yeah but like okay talking about like, I don't want to bring that up again. I no, know. No, it's okay. Again. It's fine. But do you feel like, because, like, I, like, actually was watching some, I don't remember what I was watching, but they were talking about miscarriages, and they were saying that it's a very common thing and that a, a lot of women don't talk about it. Like, they don't bring it up, and that's why when it does happen to someone, a lot of people go, oh, well, that happens to everybody. Like, or they'll belittle it, and it's just like, like, why is that? Like, why don't, why isn't that something that people do talk about? Because personally, I haven't gotten pregnant before. I haven't, like, you know, so it's kind of scary to think that, you know, if it's so common, why don't people talk about it? I know it's, my mom talks about it to me. She had one. I was supposed to, there was supposed to be three of us. So, really? yeah, it was me, and then it was supposed to, I was supposed to have another sibling before my brother. But she had a miscarriage in between us. And did she? She was, talked about it. She said her mom, my grandmother's not the best. She's not a saint. But um, she wished that my, <laughs> she's not. That my mom wished that my grandmother, her mom spoke to her about it or knew yeah. anything about it. But she kind of was like, so her mom kind of did research about it. She said she was sad for a while, like a, long, a, like a long time before she had Brandon. And she was nervous to try again. See, that's like, and like, I, like my mom has never talked. To, like, I don't know if she's ever had one. Like, I've never, like, do you feel like, like that? Like, have you, does your mom ever told you if maybe you would have had like a, like, I don't know. Like, it's just, like, something um, that we don't talk about. Well, I was born maybe, like, five years. Um, like, yeah, like five years after my siblings. So my mom says she was trying before. So I'm sure that probably did happen. But she probably doesn't talk to me about it. But when it happened to me, she was really sad. It seemed like she was, like, understanding. Yeah. Like- mm. You know? So it wasn't like, a, all right, get back up and everything. It was kind of like. She really took care of me as if, like... She had been through it. Yeah. Hmm. So, I don't think I... I don't don't personally need her to, like, tell me, you know? Because she doesn't really... Like, she she talks to me, but, like, I haven't seen my mom cry in, like, ever. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, she's, like, the strongest person. (laughs) I've never, like, seen her shed a tear. And I see what she goes through. I would be crying all the time. Because, <laughs> <laughs> like, she's just so strong, you know? Mm. My mom's just a strong person. Um, so, like, I she doesn't need to tell me, you know? But um, it's clear that she's either knows someone that's mm-hmm. gone through it or mm. she probably has gone through it herself. But, like, a lot of women, like, from what I've read as well, like, they don't know that they're even pregnant so they just think that it's like um like their period 
So that it, it happens often, like with like, so you just think that it's just like, oh, I'm just bleeding he- more heavily. Really? Yeah, because it happens like, you like the first eight weeks is like where you watch out for, it. and then like the percentage of having a miscarriage gets lower after like the first eight eight to ten weeks. So it's like, um, when that happens, like some some women they don't even know that they're pregnant because you don't really know that you're pregnant like for sure like within like the first few weeks because you're counting up into your last period like those weeks so Mm. you don't you're not really sure if you're pregnant or not unless like you take the test you have the symptoms but people get the symptoms differently at different times in different ways um so yeah it can be like a surprise to some women i'm scared I'm really scared yeah. now. When it when it happened to me, the doctor. Well, I don't really like my doctor, so I need to find a new doctor. Oh, my doctor. But like, nice. <laughs> she's really nice. She's I love my. No, doctor. they're very like. Mm-hmm. Okay, oh. it happened. Like, let's move on. Next, oh, like type no. of like they're very like. I've stern, had a doctor like you know? that, and I was I like, I think my doctor. Her name's Doctor Morales. Thank I love her. Morales. She's really, she's super cool. She is. She's really um, nice. But they made it seem like it was just a common thing. Like when it was happening, I called. I called my doctor and then she called me back and was like, yeah, well, your test results showed this and third. So, yeah, this is what's happening to you. So if anything, you know, if you feel uncomfortable, just come like kind of just talk to me like it was nothing, which made it worse, you know. And then I didn't um, it wasn't like I ended up going to the doctor because I like it would stop and then start. And I was like, maybe I'm just like maybe this is maybe this is not happening, you know. And then when I went to the doctor and then my boyfriend came in and that's when everything like happened, like really has started to happen. Like right when he walked in, like into the office, like everything started to like get worse. Mm -hmm. And that's when I knew, okay, yeah, I lost, I lost our baby. But, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, but like, yeah, like you never know. You never know what, what happens. All right. <laughs> I mean, it's a it's a scary thing, but I, I don't think like, you know, I think if it does like happen to people, I think people should open up the topic more and talk about it more because I know like it's a touchy topic and you may might want to talk about it. But I feel like that's like it's a scary thought because like it's like a cycle, like another girl goes through it and then nobody it's like nobody cares. It's Kinda- like move on. Like. When you like really you're saying care, it. when you care about it, it's kind of like you start to think like what did I like I start like that's what I was thinking a lot about like what did I do wrong like what's wrong with me like what happened where I did you know because you start to blame yourself for it mm-hmm. I mean I specifically I I was blaming myself for it like was I too stressed was it like what was it about because I was in school and you know school was stressing me out that time like a lot um, and then like you know I was having issues at the time in my relationship like was that stressing me out like it was just so much and then I was like wait like there are like drug addicts meth addicts <laughs> cocaine and crack addicts that have give birth like what is my stress compared you know then I'm like I'm just over analyzing everything no yeah when really it's just it's just biology it's just yeah. something that just happened it just yeah I just wonder sometimes why, like why does it happen? But like you said, it just it just happens. Yeah. 
doesn't it doesn't really happen as as often as you think like the percentage is pretty low but it happens yeah I don't know. I feel like maybe because people don't talk about it too much. Like you said, it happens and some people don't even know. Yeah. Or like they don't even want to talk about it. Or, you know, it's just weird. Like, I feel like is there like a support group for people like that? Or <laughs> maybe. <laughs> like, I don't know. And talking about support groups, have you guys ever like considered doing like a support group if you felt like a certain way? Like, going to, like, an anonymous support yeah. group? Like, and sitting in front of people I don't know and talk about my problems? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I was just like, so <laughs> yeah. I sound like such a bitch. I'm like, and sitting in front of people I don't even know about my problems. Judgmental. Judgmental. I just wanted to evaluate. Like, judgmental. Uh, the cringe. I'm like, um, I, don't, I don't know. I guess so. I, I think now I'm at the age, I'm just like, I don't really care. I mean, yeah. I mean, I just don't know if it would really, depending on how low I feel like, if I really didn't have anyone to talk to, and I'm just like, I just need to get this out, I'd probably just talk to a therapist then. It would need I'd to be. I'd probably like a one-on-one if I, instead of a group. I'm like, it would need to be in a random town. <laughs> well, why? I don't know what to do with Because I might go there and I might see some, you know, people from they're, my town. Know they're going other, through you know, the same like, thing. That's true. So they, then, what the heck thing. are they going to do? I don't want you to know my business. And so I know you have to listen to everybody else's business. So you got to wait until it's your turn. So what if you start changing your story based on somebody else? You're like, shit, maybe should I tell them that? Because they all looking at her crazy. Like, I don't know if I want to be in a group. I, don't, I, I think I would just talk to somebody. It's just done. I don't want to be in a support group. I just want to talk, talk to nobody. I just need, I would talk to a therapist. <laughs> well, because like, I like actually, like when I went to the hospital, my sister just had a baby. Yay, yay. Congrats. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't need to like bring that up. <laughs> but it's, it's a blessing. Like, it's like, you know, but... The girl next to her in the um, like she they were sharing a room. The she actually was suffering like she was on antipsychotics while she was pregnant. So she has like a history of mental issues and things like that. So the nurse came in and was asking her how she's feeling, if she's feeling any postpartum depression or like. And I'm just like, listen, you're like, what the heck is she asking her all these questions about? I'm like, maybe this is just routine, but. No, like is she scared of postpartum depression? Yeah, and that's that. another common thing that yeah. happens a lot. Like people become depressed, and then after, and like they, like you know, sometimes it's not even just like they don't neglect their child or anything like that at times, but sometimes it's just they're just completely overwhelmed or sad or like it's a lot. It's a big difference. Like you're like don't have a baby that you do. Like I mean, it's like yeah. now you got to take care of this whole entire person, and you're like. What am I supposed to do with my... Like, it's just... Mm-hmm. I can imagine, like, what those women go through. And I'm pretty sure it's it's good for them to have a support group of other women that have gone through it. Because yeah. I don't think, like, someone... Like, a therapist or someone, like, that maybe never went through it could give you that. Like, I feel like in, that, in certain situations, you like you said before, if, you, if somebody else is going through the same thing, it's, it's easier, easier to, for you to talk, talk about, about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because they understand, and they won't be like, well, at least you don't have a missing arm. Like, you're like, yeah, they're not going to just, like, throw it off the way. Like, <laughs> like, I hate when people, like you said, I hate when people do that. Like, oh, like, you don't know what I'm going They'll through. They'll have more um, insight on how you're feeling yeah. and probably ask you questions that you're probably not even thinking about. That's true. But <laughs> I don't know. I just hate when, like, people dramatize, though, like, things. Like, I don't know. I watch, like, I was watching Love and Hip Hop, and I'm not trying to, like, judge anybody, but 
a lot of them kept saying about postpartum depression. I'm like, not everybody has it. Like, don't make it seem like, oh, everybody has it once they have a baby. Like, like go through those blues for a like, moment. Yeah. I'm like, but I feel like Keep normal. There's a thin line between like an actual like mental illness and then like what you're feeling. Because I like I can be depressed at times, but I am not physically going through depression because I feel like people that are depressed are like they have that mental illness. And it's like some type of like thing that disconnects in their brain for a very long time. Wait, so you said so people who are de- wait, say that again. Like, I feel like, okay, when someone's clinically depressed. Oh, okay, okay. I think it's a science to it. Like, I feel like there's something that triggers in your brain that, like. Chemicals? Yeah, chemicals that trigger in your brain that completely disconnect. And, like, I feel like you can have those low moments, but that doesn't mean that you're clinically depressed. You know? I mean, situational depression is, like, it's kind of like a, it's like a clinical thing. It is. (laughs) (laughs) But, like, there are some people that are just depressed Without any situation happening, they're just yeah. generally like that's just mm-hmm. who they are, like or not who they are. They just have that illness and they can't get out of it, which is like really sad. But I just feel like people can't just throw it out there either. Like, oh, I'm this, I'm that. Like, you know. I yeah, it's kind of like when you call someone bipolar. Yeah, that's really extreme, very extreme. Like, people I use that learned, very use very yeah. loosely too, mm-hmm. and it's really because like someone's acting like a maniac but there's like it's really extreme like like the clinical depression that's like part of being like bipolar like it's manic like, depressive yeah but They're it's extreme. like yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> like it just it just happens like that and it can and just because someone's acting like wild for like a moment doesn't mean that they're bipolar and it's like Bipolar is like you have like hallucinations and you're delusional. You think that you can fly off of buildings and you could like mm. it's just you know it's just you can a be lot. extremely up one minute and then extremely down the next. You're like extremely mm. sexual and it's like it's it's a lot of things. You're on overdrive and then mm. all of a sudden you don't want to get out of bed. Yeah, for months. That's <laughs> crazy. <laughs> I mean, don't I'm okay. not trying to say that's crazy. Like, you know, if people are really going through stuff like that, but it's just like, wow, you can't just throw it out there because somebody's just like one day they're up and down. Like, okay, that happens to everybody. But yeah, I know this is like a really touchy topic. I'm sorry, people. <laughs> <laughs> don't mean to like bring it down. On the juicy vibes, but I'm glad that we talked about this because you know sometimes uncomfortable topics are good to discuss, and hopefully it opens up you know conversation with everybody that listens. I'm sure people, someone out there listening, could you know agree or, or relate yeah. to what we just spoke about. So yeah, I think a lot of people can definitely relate to like every scenario. Or know someone who's going through it. Yeah. But that's the last time I'm open up to y'all because I can't you open so up on this full podcast. Of shit. Right? Oh my god! <laughs> I said I said more than enough. Oh my for the god! Whole year. Oh anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys for listening. And, and um, if you guys have different ways you guys deal with depression, don't be afraid to hit us up on Instagram or email us as well. Um, thank you guys for all the support, and I hope this helps somebody open up to you, either your friends or to someone you know. Thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Bye.